Okay, let's move on and move on to our other interview with the uh, match official, Mr. Zakele Suela, who was uh, on the on the line for the final of the Africa Cup of Nations. He had a sterling um, AFCON there also, was one of our representatives with Victor Gomes in that final, and he joins us on the line just to get a better understanding of what it takes to get to where he is. Good evening, uh, Mr. Suela, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Chavisa, and good evening to the SAFM listeners. Thank you. Thank you for taking our call. Congratulations on your work at AFCON, including being on the touchline for the final. Has it sunk in now, a week later? Yeah, it's still the same. It's still, it's, it's still the same. I'm still in AFCON. <laughs> Finalist, I think. It's still, it's still deep into the thoughts. Mm. And where does it rank to you so far in your career highlights? Because you've been at a World Cup also. Look, uh, I've been to the World Cup, but I didn't do it. The final. So I've been to the Afghan after the final. I think it's the highlight of my career. I think uh, it, it stands out. I think. So he's doing a final a highlight for for match officials. I think look, uh, every match official dreams of doing a continental final and doing the biggest uh, competition in the continent is is is, is a plus. I mm-hmm. think we we all can be invited to to such events many times. But if you have not done the final. Uh, you 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 reached the pinnacle. <laughs> Wonderful. So, what's the next target for Zakele Suela? What's the next pinnacle now? Look, uh, the next target for now is is we focusing on on 2022 World Cup. Uh, we we still uh, a little bit long way to go. FIFA still has to decide. They haven't re- they not reached the final decision in terms of the match officials. But I think we will just take it one day at a time and hopefully. Uh, FIFA can consider us for the next event. Mm. And what are your thoughts on VAR, Mr. Siwela? Because it's clearly here to stay. Now, when we spoke to Victor Gomes last week, he felt it was time that SA also moves moves with the times, I guess. Look, VAR is, is here to stay in football. I think uh, we need to we need to accept it uh, and uh, we need to move with the times. I think SA needs to move with the times. We've got a big league in this country and... Uh, VAR is what we need. VAR is a parachute now. I mean, VAR gives you the freedom to go and see your mistake and, and correct it. So, I mean, as match officials, I think we need this as much as uh, footballers need it as well. Is, is that how match officials feel that now they've got the fr- freedom? I thought match officials would be annoyed when VAR always talks to their E and say, go double check a decision. Because now it's like they're doubting what you what the decision you made on the field. I mean, as, as match officials, nobody says we're going to go into the match and do 100% no mistakes. We work, we are bound to make mistakes. And, and unfortunately, some of the mistakes we do are game-changing mistakes. So if somebody calls you on the other side and says, look, you, you've made a game-changing mistake and we need to correct this mistake for it to, to be correct and, and let the, 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 the right team or the best team win on the day, you know? So for me as a match official, I would never, never... Feel, feel feel angry or, or annoyed that somebody is calling me because he has to correct me. He is giving me a second chance. Who would give me a second chance? Who would have given me a second chance if I had given that uh, that wrong penalty and then a second team won? I mean, I would be on the newspaper for giving a wrong penalty in a big final and uh, a second team won. And so I would take the opportunity. I will take the parachute. Mm, okay, that's an interesting take. And and. And who who makes the decision? Is it VAR makes the decision, or does the referee ultimately make the decision? The referee makes the decision first. VAR doesn't make the decision for the referee. No. They what what VAR does? They keep they keep on checking and checking. Have them with them having 
more cameras than the, the referee who has two eyes. They mm. can check every situation in different angles. So they will let the match official take a decision. If the match official, for example, would say, I didn't see anything, for me the hands are in a natural position, the VAR will now start looking at the hands, looking at the ball, and for them, from all the cameras they have, maybe they have the hands are not in the natural position. Therefore, they have to now inform the referee to say, you're saying the hands are in the natural position. He says, yes. For us, no. The hands are not in the natural position. So come, we invite you to an on-field review. But the and then the referee will go there and see, okay, fine. Yes, you guys, you're right. The hands are out. So for me now, it's a penalty. So by the time the, the referee leaves the on-field review, he has already explained the decision that he's going to take to the VAR. So when he gets into the field, he just confirms his decision. Okay. We, and, and Mr. Sivala, we also used this show to just educate. And we just wanted to find out for, from you, how did your journey of officiating start? Or is it the same old story of being a player, then they said you were not good enough, uh, go become a referee, or go try something else? Uh, not, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not exactly. But uh, it, it went along the way, the same way, or the same path, if I may say. Um, in, in Alexandra, each and every team had to have a representative in the referees' union. So my team, which was Alexander Pulekpool back then, didn't have a representative. Uh, and now every time we had to go play a league game, there would be no referee because uh, Alexander Pulekpool doesn't have a referee. So I said to the guys, uh, who wants to go to become a referee? Nobody wanted to become a referee. So I, I decided, okay, coach, give me the outfit. I will represent the team, you know, so that we can be able to get a referee every time we play official games. Okay, fine, went there. Okay, started. It was just refereeing, representing the team, basically. But with time, I started falling in love with refereeing and started seeing this thing being very easy for me to do, you know. Mm. And and I, I and at one stage, I told my told my 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 teammates to say, guys, I don't think I'll continue with football. I think I'd rather pursue refereeing. Sure, but what made you fall in love with refereeing? Because it's such a thankless job. I wouldn't like to be in your shoes. Look, it's 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 a thankless job, but if 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 you do it with passion, you 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 get rewarded sometimes. You know, if you if you dedicate your time, I mean, if you 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 you're consistent, you you get rewarded. I mean, I'm I've been consistent for a while, and mm. I've dedicated most of my time to to wrestling. And look where I am now. I mean, I've got freedom of of almost uh, financial freedom. I've got the house. I've got from all this thankless job. You know, so <laughs> we we look at it as thankless job, but Somewhere, somehow, you get rewarded. Okay, well, and then when when it comes to qualifications now, did you then have to go and equip yourself, and how far have you gone? Look, uh, back then, when, when I started, we, we, we had a few levels that you had to write. The first one being beginners, and the beginners were so easy that you, you, you didn't even have to do it with a pen. Sometimes they would do it orally. Is the ball round? Is, is the goalpost... Uh, whatever, or <laughs> the field folk, you know, square, mm. or, you know, you know, such things, you know. Then you have to do beginners, then you go to elementary, or then they, 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 then the highest level was high national back then, you know. Mm. Now things are different. You've got level one to level seven, which level seven is the highest, you know. I think I think the last person to ever write a level seven, if I'm not wrong, was Victor Gomez, mm-hmm. and some, I think, in Pelelan in Daba, if I'm not wrong, if I'm mm. not wrong. 
And then with, with all these qualifications, then are they similar whether you are on the touchline, whether you are the man of, or, or in, in, in the middle? Do you do similar courses, basically? We do similar courses. We write similar laws of the games. You know, it, 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 there is no difference because ultimately if, if a referee falls in the field and uh, maybe there's no fourth official, for example, or the fourth official is a senior assistant referee, you know, mm. uh, you, you, the senior assistant referee will go into the field and officiate as a referee. So you, you've got to be equipped with the laws of the game. And is it by choice for you to be on the touchline? Uh, more or less, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I may say, uh, look, uh, when I got to when I when I got invited to the to the national uh, panel in in two thousand and one, uh, I, I I was very young then. And I was a bit scared to, to, to take the whistle and go in the middle. Not that I was a bad referee. I probably would have been a good referee uh. based on my fitness and, and the ability and understanding of the laws. But I was still young and I thought, ah, taking the flag mm, would, would reduce a lot of pressure for me and it would make things better for me. So I decided, let me take the flag, you know. And, wow, a few years later, I'm excelling. Mm, the rest is history. You're an AFCON yeah, final yeah. assistant referee. For yeah. all of the, for those who are just joining us now, we are speaking to match official Mr. Zakele Suela just about his exploits at AFCON where he was on the touchline for the final alongside Victor Gomes and also just what it takes to become a top or a leading match official. You are welcome to send us your questions uh, to 061-4104-107 to learn in Soweto there. If you have any questions, I know you always have something to ask or you can call us also on 011-714-2006. When we spoke to Victor Gomes last week, he was so happy that he had you on the touch line and we might take it for granted but he was talking about small things like you know his movements and you know what is going to you've got an understanding of what he's going to do next how important is that telepathy between the match officials look you, 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 you've got to build a, a teamwork effort because one or the other you, he needs me as much as I need him in the match you know and and, and, and I know for a fact when, when he's down I'm able to say hey wake up Baba this is a match you know when he's when he's probably annoyed, I'm the first one to pick it up to say, hey, come, 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 come yourself down. You know, so he knows, he knows when he's with me that he's got, he's got his comrade, he's got his, his colleague, he's got his friend, you know. And if anything happens, I'm there as his backup. Oh, okay, interesting. So is that why maybe then when we see much officials, they're mostly from the same country as a team? That's why, that's why we work as, as, as much officials from the same country as a team because we know each other, we understand each other. Sometimes with, with others, we, they speak the same language, which mm. makes it easier. So you find, you find that, like, for example, you would be doing a match with, with, with guys from the North Africa, which may speak Arabic, and you'll be there, it's probably the VAR, and they'll be speaking Arabic the whole game, and you would understand nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it makes it easier for them to communicate in the match. Okay, we're just going to take a quick break. Uh, you can send us your questions or comments to 061-4104-107. That's the number for voice notes or call us on 011-714-2006. Still goalless, Chapter 2, after 20 minutes between Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs in Cape Town. I'll check the other game during the... On, on SAFM. Okay, we've spoken about qualifications, Mr. Suela, but besides qualifications, what other qualities are needed to become a top match official? Well, look, uh, whenever I preach... Uh Referring to young referees, I always tell them, first things first, you've got to be fit. Because if you are not fit, one, we'll not be, you will not be able to run a fitness test and pass. 
Therefore, it doesn't matter how good are you as a referee in the middle of the park, but we won't get the opportunity to give you the first step to get to the field of play, which is passing fitness test. So fitness, first, fitness, the first thing, it's first thing first. Fitness, and then secondly, you need to understand the knowledge of the laws of the game. You need to have knowledge. You need to understand football as well, because now lately we're talking about football understanding, because if, if you don't have football understanding, you literally, some of the decisions that you will take would not be, in a way, in, in a way, Correct, or even if they are correct, they they would not help the game itself. You understand? So you need football understanding. You you need the knowledge. You need fitness. And I I, I guess the rest of the other ones, which is experience, comes with time. And what about what about emotional intelligence? Because how do you deal with the pressure from the fans when you when you take decisions, whether you're right or wrong? Look, uh, fans are there to to motivate us sometimes. They they. The, 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 the fact that we are missing them now sometimes makes the game a little bit boring and dull, you know, because you would know if you do a certain team, you get certain fans behind you and they'll be pushing you, you know. Yes, you, it's, it's emotional intelligence is needed, but most of the time the fans will just be frustrated and say whatever they say. You still have to stick to the laws of the game and, 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 and apply them in the field of play, you know. So I, I, don't, see, I don't see a little bit of intelligence needed a little bit you just need probably a little bit just to understand the game and where does the biggest pressure come from is it the fans or the players on the pitch in the heat of the moment because emotions are very high at that time look uh, it, it depends on the game every, every game is different you know every game is different every game is approached different in as much as players and coaches approach games differently with playing it's the same with referees you know, when you referee, for example, I'll take for a simple example. When you referee a team from the North, North Africa, which is more Arabic, and, and a team from the West of Africa, which is more hard and robust football, you know? So you, you, you literally know that with the Arabic, you have to deal with simulation, you know, with a little bit of uh, mass confrontation, you know? And with, with, with the teams from the West, you know that they, will, they are going to come hard at them, you know? They are going to just kick anything that moves. So literally, you have to have that knowledge around your, around 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 the game, you know, so, so that you can be able to, to to prepare very well for your match. Okay, we've got a voice note for Mr. Zakele Sewela. Let's play that. Yo, Zakele Sewela and Victor Gomes, what a proud moment. Yeah, I mean, the Afcon was clouded, you know, by bad officiating, and you know. Some players being hooligans. I remember watching a game with a friend where a player hit the referee, a ref with a ball you know, in the head. And we were watching with my friends, like, if this was with Takoms, the guy would have got a red card. I mean, Zakele Suela making us proud. You know, the only South African to make us proud at AFCON. <laughs> Let me repeat again the only South African to make us proud at AFCON. You know, I'm never going to be proud of a guy that get that got a former span and is a coach. Very embarrassing. Can I find out, uh, what about Jimmy Sukazu? Or Jenny Sukazu? Where was the fourth official? Because apparently he was sick. Why couldn't the fourth official step in? And which matches have we seen the fourth official stepping in? Thank you very much. Congratulations, Akele. All the best. Okay, thanks for that. He wants to know about the fourth official stepping in for the referee. How often does that happen?
Look, it will it will happen in any game when the referee is 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 unable to continue with the game. When the referee is unable to continue with the game, the fourth official will step in. But also, the role of the fourth official sometimes it, it might be taken by a junior assistant referee, for example, in the country, mm. and you find that I'm the senior referee. In in that case, in that case, you might find that. The, the junior assistant, uh, assistant referee, the fourth, might go to the line, and the senior might go into the middle. So, in, 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 in a normal normal game, you'll find a, another referee being the fourth official. So, if the referee is unable to continue with the match, you will then the fourth official would then take over the role of the referee. Okay, we do have another voice note. Evening, the member. Happy birthday to Tavi. Uh, we're proud of uh, Mr. Suela and Vita Combs for doing the great job in the final. Now my question is, he mentoring some young referees uh, in his local community so that we don't get a gap that we have after Jerome Damon, remember? We didn't have uh, so much quality referees after that. Is there any mentorship for young referees? Thanks. Thanks for that question, Tulani in Orlando. And I believe there is. That's what's going to be my next question, Mr. Siwela, that you are actually mentoring young referees, right? Yes, I am mentoring yes. young referees. Yes. And, and what do you instill in these young referees and how young do you start mentoring them? Look, uh, I think uh, we, we accept referees from uh, the, the tender age of 10, 12. And for us, for us, the only thing is, is, is to try and, and, and keep them in, in, in referees because... It's a challenge, firstly, because at that age, at that age, they still want to play football. They still want to be anywhere in any way, you know. So you, you literally have to now start trying to monitor if they can stay in the game. You know, for, for example, we now have a, a young man called Joseph Makoka in, in, in our LFA. He came there at, at, at the age of 14, I think, 14, 13, mm. when he came there. You know, we, we had to mentor him, we had to try and usher him, you know, because... We were not sure whether he, he wants to play football, whether he wants to be a referee, you know. So we had to mentor him, usher him, and look, we, 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 we try a level best. We we have ladies now, we were trying mm. to, to groom ladies because uh, the ladies' game is growing, and we, we can't run away from that, you know. Mm. So they, we need we need top, top female referees as well, you know. And I feel my sister, Conan, is a challenge a little bit, somebody <laughs> to, push, to, push, to, push, to push her a little bit. So we're building up. Yeah, I'm sure she'd love that also, um, Akona Makalima. And are there any referees that you've mentored that have made some uh, progress that you're happy with? Yeah, yes, I've mentored. I've mentored uh, a few young, a few young referees. I think one of them is is Hepintanta. Hepintanta is now in the in the elite uh, in the elite, elite panel now, and I've mentored Bongani Mguni as well, who's now in the elite panel as well. So there's quite a lot of them that are coming up, and then hopefully. We can make space as well as me. I can also make space for others that are coming up. Yes. And just finally, when we always talk about referees, obviously the issue of professionalism always uh, comes up and we learn that referees have other jobs also. Are you able to fully focus on, on, on being a match official and, and living from it? Are most referees able to, not just you? Look, uh, professional refereeing is it's, it's something that this country needs because one, one, one thing for sure, the game is growing every day in this country. I mean, the league is is, is bringing a lot of uh, good players from all over the world now. Now, one team has signed a, a, a player from 
Bolivia, if I'm not wrong, or, mm. or South America, you mm. know. So, so it tells you that they're bringing the best players, you know, and you would need the best referees to, to be able to wrestle those. So, for me, for me, it's 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 time that uh, wrestling becomes professional in this country, so that it doesn't only uh, boost the referees financially, but it also it also makes it easier for the teams as well to get good referees and and, and matches will play well. Okay. So does it does it mean you have another job, Mr. Sabella, or are you at least able to focus fully on refereeing? Look, I am focused fully on refereeing. Okay. I've, I've, I've given I've given hundred percent to this game as, as a referee, and and I've been rewarded. So I I cannot say I didn't get anything out of football by the time I retire. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, great inspirational story there. Thank you very much for taking our call on SAFM and educating us about what it takes to become a top match official. And we're looking forward to more uh, from you and we wish you all the best in your career, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Travis. And thank you to the listeners of SAFM. Thank you. One of South Africa's leading, or Africa's leading match officials there, Mr. Zakele Suwela, speaking to us about.